travellers, and welcome to podcast 113 in our series, You Should Have Been There, with me, Mick Webb. And me, Simon Calder. And as promised, the title of today's edition is Plate With A View, The Main Course. Yes, we are celebrating meals and drinks with a view from across the world, and you've kindly sent in many pictures and your accounts of great gastronomic stroke scenic experiences. Our quest uh, to find the best of these has attracted a lot of social media interest, with Sarah Partington tweeting, This is my favourite thread ever. Food plus travel, with accompanying emojis. (laughs) So here, today, on this very podcast, we have instigated the first ever Plate with a View award. We will bring you the winner later in the podcast, but first, your comments on the last couple of broadcasts are always welcome. Two weeks ago, I was in a room with a view at the Savoy Palace in Funchal, Madeira, up on the 11th floor. They go as high as 17, and you get a gorgeous panorama across the bay and over the Atlantic Ocean. But, says Zoe Hogan-Stead, nice from the inside looking out. However, the monstrosity you were staying in has ruined many views in and around Funchal. And Eve takes exception to the picture that uh, we tweeted to accompany the last uh, podcast, which was you breakfasting overlooking the Avon Valley in Somerset, where you were enjoying poached egg and smashed avocado, saying, reduce your food miles. Eat local, and I presume that Eve was referring to the fact that um, although your eggs might have come from the uh, surrounding countryside, your avocado almost certainly didn't. Uh, Point taken, that's actually a good starting point, I think, for our discussion, the extent to which your plate or glass with a view should be as local as the panorama. Should you actually be able to see um, where the ingredients are grown or bred or whatever? Um, And uh, we've got a good, good case in point here from Jill G, who tweets as Jilly Flute. She sent us a slightly cloudy mountain view from Gruyere and adds, we ate cheese, obviously. And Mark Lester um, sends us a lovely picture from the Chef d'Or in Aise in Provence in the south of France, um, where I trust he ate Chev goat's cheese. Alex Gorayeb reports for us from Studland Bay in Dorset, where beside the boats bobbing tranquilly in Pool Harbour, there's plenty of foreground interest. A lunch of crab salad with a very generous helping of avocado, oops, and fries, plus a (laughs) glass of what is presumably a cool, crisp, possibly English, white wine. No need to go that far for a great lunchtime view, he says. Well, I agree with Alex. As I discovered this very weekend when I visited an English country garden beside an English country house for my lunch. I'm actually deep within England, just on the southwestern corner of Lincolnshire at Burley House, or more particularly in the extremely expansive grounds of that beautiful Elizabethan mansion. I'm surrounded by, well, quite a lot of people, but let me just describe the view. Yes, there's walled gardens pretty much all around me, but the one directly ahead is a sculpture garden. And so... They have some interesting structures, something which I think is a horse, um, stylized from bronze, but it might conceivably be um, a very large dog. Oh dear, oh dear. 
You can hear the bird song. Mick, if you were here, you'd be able to tell me what they were exactly. But it is very blissful, not least because I've just spent £6.95 on my meal. And this is a kind of self-service salad buffet which has got some really lovely ingredients i've got a green tomato i don't know if i've ever eaten one it's quite a feast and i'm feeling that well despite everything that's happening in the world um there are times when you can just pause and relax and eat and enjoy the view well, that does sound idyllic. Is it fair to say that Lincolnshire's charms are often underrepresented in um, in, in uh, tourist circles? I think it definitely is Stamford, an utterly charming market town. And, of course, on the other side of the county, you've got uh, fun resorts such as Skegness and to the north, the Lincolnshire Wolds. Not quite um, the Alps, but um, they're good enough. Um, plenty more British uh, options on offer. Um, Chef in a Kilt says, Hebridean posh fish and chips leaving hake in my wake. Now, I need to point out that Chef in a Kilt appears to work at least some of the time for Majestic Line, which runs um, small ships around the inner and outer Hebrides based uh, in Oban in uh, Western Scotland. Um, He also says, uh, fresh langoustine platter floating on West Coast Hebridean water and brings in gin pickle beetroot made anchored at the distillery itself on Harris in the Outer Hebrides with a setting sun through my majestic line galley porthole. Do you think it's as much fun as the uh, insane Netflix series Below Decks, which I've only just discovered? Uh, I, I think it's possibly um, quite a lot more refined, um, but I did meet Captain Lee once. Maybe I will bring you the audio from that uh, uh, great encounter in a future future episode. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, but this is a good point to mention the subcategory of meals on the move or plates on the move, which, of course, still have to have a view. Duncan Quinton commented... The restaurant aboard the Harry Bingham Express over the Andes between Bolivia and Peru. Sounds great. In terms of Latin American railways, though, which are sadly thin on the ground these days, I don't recall ever having anything that could be described as a gastronomic experience, whether that was in Panama or uh, El Salvador or um, uh, in Brazil. Um, simply, simply didn't happen for me. Well, never mind. Um, Lots of you had views of great mountain locations. Bob and Ord abroad, who tweet as not in Wigan, (laughs) send a spectacular picture from the restaurant at the top of the second funicular, Bergamo, in uh, northern Italy. Mountain high indeed. And Barry Pollard reports from Switzerland. Yes, you can do Switzerland on a budget. Um, he's pictured uh, relaxing above Murren uh, with ham and rolls from the local co-op with a nice warm cuppa. And he talks about 360 degree views. If I may just bring in um, uh, the moving restaurant idea. Uh, this is the revolving one at the top of the Skylon Tower at Niagara Falls in Canada. Christina Carver celebrates a sunset meal and a plate with an ever-changing view. Well, it is a it is a wonderful um, view looking down on the falls, but uh, I've never actually eaten in one of those revolving restaurants, partly because they, 
<laughs> they're always extremely expensive. Also, um, I think I might get a weird mixture of uh, vertigo and uh, altitude sickness, which would not help my digestion. Well, I can help with that, Mick, because if you go to uh, Shanghai, um, the revolving restaurant is, um, is, is is quite a thing there. There's, there's um, a number of them. And uh, first of all, they're not too expensive. Um, and secondly, you have plenty of time. You're very, very, very barely aware of the fact that you're you're rotating, and it is literally just the question of a, a new view, view popping into uh, interview, and that, uh, of course, is best done at sunset because then you get the uh, ever-changing skies as well. Well, my best view, which is pretty well panoramic, but doesn't turn around, I'm glad to say, um, is from the uh, Santuario Virgen del Cerro, uh, which is, um, a, as its name suggests, a, 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 a religious uh, sanctuary uh, devoted to the Virgin of the uh, of the mountain crag, um, the cr- said crag being <laughs> on the edge of Salta in northeastern Argentina. And um, if you if you take the steep and winding path upwards through um, mm-hmm. a really delightful um, sort of forested slope, um, you get to the top after about 45 minutes. And um, there you find, um, apart from the sanctuary itself, um, a cafeteria, which um, apart from the usual old uh, snacks, which are perfectly uh, pleasant, an absolutely wonderful uh, jug of lemonade, freshly made lemonade um, with, um, I think it had ginger and mint in it, but uh, it was quite delightful. And Mm. uh, it accompanied a view over the whole of Salta. So that's a city of a million people and you can see the whole thing and then the mountains beyond. Great stuff, I thought. Many people sent in um, photos and plates from real mountains. Uh, Sarah Oliver, for example, best breakfast view ever at the Fuji Q Highland Resort, Japan. Well, meanwhile, Ichna 16 has a lovely picture of the Brandnatal Valley in Austria, um, where she stopped for coffee and cake. And you get this lovely summer mountain panorama. The Indian subcontinent and Indian Ocean attracted plenty of entries such as Yasser Hussein, Monal in the Margala Hills overlooking Islamabad. Not being to Pakistan, I can't wait with a view like that from near the capital. Uh, Mike Sands uh, has been to Marissa in Sri Lanka and he's got a, a curry dish which is um, rather decorated um, in order to mimic the uh, palms swaying in in the background. Lovely. Oh no, that is a really good idea which of course adds a whole new potential category where the dish uh, not only comes from the locality but <laughs> actually represents it in some way. For his part, Delta Charlie Travels has sent us a picture of his breakfast overlooking Wangdu Fodrangzong in Bhutan. The view looks absolutely gorgeous with a monastery perched on a, a hill very close by. Uh, there's a teapot and a very nice cup of tea, but I'm afraid the breakfast Delta Charlie Travels doesn't look as though it has travelled well. There's a rather sad looking omelette um <laughs> almost lost in in on quite a big plate but um i'm sure the the view more than made up for it 
We actually got some moving pictures from Tamil Nadu in India, a video panorama of breakfast from the gardens with the uh, plantations disappearing into the mist, thanks to incredible holidays for that. Also in India, Inga Davis Rutter sends a picture of the picnic that she had uh, beside the river Rangit uh, near Darjeeling. Well, it looks lovely, but um, this does raise the question of... Mm. at what point a picnic should be allowed to um, uh, take part in our awards. Uh, I suppose it uh, ought to have a plate, but but maybe it would count if it just had a serviette. Um, this is because um, I want to mention one of my favourite uh, and funniest uh, uh, picnic views, which took place in the Pyrenees and did involve your good self. Um, we were walking, as we often were, on the GR10, uh, this time through the Parc de Neuviel, which is a particularly beautiful um, uh, protected section in the central Pyrenees, a landscape of uh, quite high mountains, uh, snow-topped even in um, in July, uh, and with the most beautiful lakes. And you wind up from uh, a valley uh, at Saint-Larry-Soulon, towards the top of the Madamet mountain. And at some point we stopped um, between two of these uh, lakes, the Lac d'Aubert and the Lac d'Omar, uh, having bought a rather splendid um, baguette apiece at the um, mountain refuge that we passed. And as we sat down to, um, to tuck into these uh, baguettes, a flock of goats appeared and taking advantage of your um, looking for something in your rucksack, <laughs> they grabbed your baguette and <laughs> ran away with it. Now, um, I'm sorry to say I found this absolutely hilarious. And um, I did think that I uh, was um, decent enough to share my baguette with with you. But the view of, of the lakes in the sun and the snowy mountain waiting for us uh, to finish our lunch was 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 quite unforgettable. It was, although slightly shorter than it should have been due to the um, uh, reduced amount of food. Um, and I will allow picnics with a view. I'll also allow barbecues with a view, if I may. Uh, Barry Pollard sends an astonishing picture. This is a fjord, not quite a, a lake, of reindeer sausages sizzling by the shore while watching the northern lights at Skarsfjord, Tromso, Norway. Ah, yes, that is a very atmospheric picture. Although um, I I'm glad that Barry told us that the reindeer sausages were sizzling by the shore because it was a bit difficult to make them out. Although the northern lights are very clear and a beautiful ghostly green colour. And uh, that does remind me that possibly my favourite ever um, meal with a view, and this time it is a proper plate and a proper view, was it at something called Ali Baba's Cave. Um, in, uh, <laughs> which it sounds very, very dodgy indeed. Well, it does. It does, but actually, it's um, it's an extremely upmarket uh, restaurant uh, in Diani Beach near Mombasa in Kenya, mm-hmm. and and it is actually set ten meters below uh, below ground level uh, inside an, an ancient cave which has an opening to the sky and the tables are arranged very carefully underneath this uh, there is actually a cover in case it rains but if you're there on a uh, on a beautiful uh, starlit night which we were the view of the sky from the cave is quite 
incredible. And the meal was absolutely extraordinary as well and probably ticks the box, locally sourced, maybe even fished from the sea within 100 metres of where you were sitting. I did eat lobster, which is not something uh, I do regularly, but the whole um, package of view, plate, atmosphere was quite magical. Well, let me take you away from that exotic location, Mick, to, um, well, Starbucks, to um, Pizza Hut, and indeed to McDonald's. Um, A number of people have bravely sent in rather mundane locations in spectacular places. Rebecca Halpin says Starbucks doesn't count as a venue for a wonderful meal. Agreed. But even so, this one in Edinburgh had great views whilst enjoying the Frappuccino. And that iced coffee is depicted with a view of the castle and a tram in the middle ground. Uh, I need to point out, Rebecca and anybody else who's back in Edinburgh soon, if you go to the Elephant House restaurant where J.K. Rowling wrote the first Harry Potter book, uh, you can get a superb view from sort of side on of uh, Edinburgh Castle. And further afield, bemused backpacker sent in a picture from Giza in Egypt. Very good it is too. Okay, so it's a pizza hut, but you can't get better than a view of the pyramids and the Sphinx. Yep, I couldn't agree more. I've been lucky enough to be there. I haven't been to uh, McDonald's in Vienna, but uh, Sarah Walker has, and she asks, does a McDonald's on the utterly beautiful Ring Road in Vienna count? I've got plenty of time for either McDonald's in beautiful places, such as um, uh, directly across from the Pantheon in Rome, or where they are magnificent buildings in their own right. And I'm thinking about the one outside Basel Railway Station in Switzerland. I'll take your word for that. Yes, it's time for the first ever Plate with a View Award and the three on the shortlist are all Mediterranean nations. Ah, in third place, Italy. Colin Currier's tweet reads, Honeymooned in Sorrento. So dinner was always on the cliffs overlooking the Bay of Naples with Vesuvius looming on the far side of the bay. Stunning. That, of course, was also a very popular room with a view a couple of weeks ago. Um, Spain takes second place. Sarah Miller sends in the view from our table at Espujol's Formentera in October. It looks quite blissful. I've never been to Formentera, but I really would like to go. I have. It's just um, an hour or so away by boat from Ibiza town. Isabella May sends us another Spanish picture, and this is from the deep south of Spain's Costa del Sol. A unique combination of a bowl of cherries, a Spanish beach, complete with bulls on the loose, you'll have to zoom in on the right, and Gibraltar. That's very good, isn't it? It is, but an absolute clear winner of the award is Greece. We've had so many. Liz Morris in Kalimnos, Joshua in Crete, Alex Fenlon in Kos, uh, Sarah Partington, Corfu, Alison in Skiathos, and a, a lovely picture of a beach in Paxos, uh, where you've got Annie tweeting the most Greek Greek salad ever made. There is, though, one location which is triumphing above all. We've had many votes for it, and I like best Kylie. Um, she tweets us between England and Iowa, and she portrays lunch from Fira, the town which is on the very edge of the cliff 
of Santorini overlooking uh, the Mediterranean and the debris from a great uh, earthquake two and a half thousand years ago. One of the finest views on the planet. And she's got an especially tasty looking souvlaki and rice. I agree. It's an absolutely fantastic view. But if we apply the locally sourced rule, then Sandra Campen's uh, picture would also be a very good contender. Uh, it's it's from Fira Santorini as well, but it includes a most appealing Greek salad. It certainly does. And I think that possibly really is the best combination we've got. Of course, you may have different views. Interesting on Sandra's picture, there are also three cruise ships in the background, (laughs) none of which is locally sourced. So yes, we will celebrate great local food in spectacular locations and do send us um, uh, yours in. Of course, you can tweet us at you should have BT or you can uh, indeed leave an audio message for us at anchor.fm forward slash you should have been there. Next week, we have a complete change of topic. We're going to be talking to a British Airways captain, Mark Van Honacker. Now, we're not going to be talking to him about flying planes for British Airways, but his new book on cities, it's called Imagine a City, A Pilot Sees the World. And if you've got any questions, then, of course, yes, get in touch and we will be happy to put them to Mark. But for now, from me, Mick Webb... And me, Simon Calder. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.